Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, this is not exactly how I intended for uh, our Christmas Eve services to go. Uh, and yet here we are, we have had as a theme for this month, expect the unexpected. And um, well, that's really kind of been our theme for the entire year, if we're being honest. And here we are, we're coming to the end of the year. And uh, to be honest with you, this has been one of the most difficult years of my life, starting with a broken hip and then COVID hits and what seems like uh, a million impossible decisions throughout the year and, uh, and now this. And yet through all of this, fear has not been a primary force in my life. I, I really believe the scripture that says his goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. I, I feel that. I, I sense that in my life, that his goodness and his mercy is always present in my life. And I trust him with that. I'm reminded that my life is here for one purpose, and that's to bring restoration to those who are weary, to those who are hurting and feel broken, that our goal and our purpose as Christ followers is really to bring the good news of the life-transforming message of Jesus to this world around us. As I was thinking about Christmas Eve and I was thinking about this is really one of my favorite services of the year. I was thinking about when we get to light our candles and that our role as Christ followers are to be light in the midst of darkness. When I was thinking about Christmas Eve, uh, and what I was going to share with you, I was reminded of when I was growing up as a kid, me and my sister would wake up on Christmas morning and we would run out to the Christmas tree and we would find an unwrapped gift. And, and my parents would do this every single year. Every single Christmas morning, there would be an unwrapped gift there. And it was really pretty brilliant on their part because they knew that if there was an unwrapped gift there, we could come and we would, that would preoccupy us for a little while and they would get a little more sleep. And so as parents now, Kelly and I have decided, or we had decided that we were going to adopt that same thing. And I'm just telling you, parents, it works. If you haven't done it, you should try it. You get just a, a little bit more sleep. So we would wake up and there would be a, a skateboard or a bike or if, on a good year, a Nintendo and for my sister, makeup or whatever stupid stuff she liked, you know. The, and looking back on it, it was really one of the most exciting times of our lives because we would go to bed on Christmas Eve in anticipation of the gift that we were going to receive the next morning, what that big gift would be. But the reason why we're excited this Christmas and any other Christmas isn't because of skateboards or makeup. We're excited because the King of Kings has come. That, that the King always, when he comes, he, he arrives with gifts. You know, all of us, whether we're grandparents or parents, we, we should all have the same wide-eyed wonder and even more expectation than our children or our grandchildren have on Christmas morning. Because we have a king who has come and has given us gifts. 
See, Jesus didn't enter the earth like uh, a normal king. In fact, he, he came in an unexpected way. The shepherds show up and they meet baby Jesus in a barn, so to speak, right? It's like, I know it's not exactly a barn, but it's a, a stable and, uh, and, it, and they're in that stable was animals. So it's a, I'm calling it a barn. And we forget that the essence of what we are celebrating tonight and even into tomorrow is that what we are celebrating is a supernatural and miraculous event that took place over 2,000 years ago that can actually have a supernatural and miraculous effect in our lives today. That's what we celebrate. And if we could count on, or if I could count on my mom and my dad putting an unwrapped gift out on Christmas Eve, how much more can we count on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to bring us the gifts that he always brings? Luke chapter 2 verse 10, as the angels appear to the shepherds, they are singing and proclaiming things to the shepherds. And one of the things they say is, fear not, behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. And so one of the gifts that Jesus brings is great joy. He brings us joy into this world. The, the choir sings of another emotion that we receive in verse 14. They say, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. So Jesus comes and he gives us joy, but he also gives us peace. And in fact, Jesus came for really three primary reasons. He came, and because we received the first reason, we can experience the second two. And by that, what I mean is in Romans chapter 14, verse 17, it says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating or of drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. There's a, a line of thinking out there that if you do good things, if you are a good person, if you, uh, you know, if you behave enough, that that will be enough to save us. But you and I know that our performance can't save us. And the good news of that is that if our performance can't save us, our performance can't unsave us, right? I mean, God is not pleased with you because of what you have done, but because of what Jesus has done. And this is the unexpected good news of Emmanuel, God with us. Romans is just reminding us that eating and drinking will never be enough to produce righteousness, peace, and joy. And listen, friends, I, I hope that tomorrow afternoon you have all of the food and all of the drink that you want with your family and with your friends tomorrow. But, but let's not forget that this internal problem of the soul cannot be solved by external items. We need a king that can bring us gifts. We need a king that will make us right with God. Ultimately, it was his act on the cross that, that allows us, that Jesus allows us to be in right relationship before God. And it's because we have experienced righteousness that we get to also experience his gift of peace and of joy.
One of my favorite verses of all times is Philippians 4, 7. It says, And the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. When we're faced with difficult things in our lives, our testimony is the gift of his peace. It's a peace in the midst of uncertainty. It's a peace in the middle of chaos and, and oftentimes even in grief. That when everything in our life is pointing us to anxiety, it, it points us to fear, our testimony is that we have, as his followers, we have a peace because our king gives us that peace. And finally, we receive his joy. I remember growing up, we used to sing this song at uh, I grew up in the church, and we, we would sing this old song. I'm not going to sing it for you because I, I don't want to ruin your Christmas Eve. But uh, the lyrics of the song were, Clap your hands, all ye people, shout unto God with the voice of triumph. And it was based on a passage of Scripture, Psalm 47.1. And, and when we worship and when we sing his praises, listen, when we gather on a Sunday morning or as we're listening to the, to the songs tonight even, when we sing along, when we sing these lyrics, we do so with shouts of joy. Not because of anything we've done, not because of who we are, but because of who Jesus is and because of what he has done. Because we have right relationship with God, we get to celebrate, we get to shout with joy. We get to celebrate that our king has come and with it, he brings us gifts. The truth is, is they've already been unwrapped. We just get to receive them. Where you are, he holds your heavy. 
Well, as we close out our time this evening, we are going to sing really one of my favorite, uh, most favorite carols of all times, Oh, Holy Night. Uh, in the hymn, the lyrics say, A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and a glorious morn. It kind of feels that way this year, doesn't it? Uh, a weary world, right? We, we feel like a, just a weariness throughout this year. And yet, here's the beauty of this life that we live. We can rejoice because tomorrow is a new and a glorious morn. That despite every circumstance and every situation, our king brings us gifts. Gifts of joy gifts of peace. And so as we close our time out, can we celebrate our king? Can we rejoice? If you have candles at home, why don't you grab those? We're going to light these together. And, uh, and would you do us a favor? Would you uh, snap a photo of it? Actually, I'm not asking that you would do everyone a favor. I'm just asking that you do me a favor. This is not how we intended this to go. I should be here in a room with other people and everybody lighting their candles and the glow of the candle as we close our time out in O Holy Night. And, and we don't have that luxury. And so would you do me a Christmas gift favor? And as your family is gathered around whatever device it is that you're watching this on, and, and as you light your candles, would you just snap a, a picture of it? I was going to say a photo, a picture of it. And would you put it in the comments section if you're watching on, uh, on social media or whatever? Or would you just email it to me at ryan at lifehousesa.com and, uh, and bring me some Christmas joy this year of seeing our families celebrate and have our candlelight service together? Would you uh, would you do that favor for me? Because I want you to know that Kelly and I love you. We miss you this evening. And we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And so will you take your candles and will you light your candle as we sing together, O Holy Night.